You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to the Geekish Show Ever. That's right, Mark is back in the hosting seat, but you know what? I am the worst host ever. I woke up 6am, set the alarm, said, okay, that's enough time, two hours until we're due to record, and then I fell back asleep. I laid back in bed and thought, oh yeah, I'll just, I'll lay there for a minute, and I had Kevin waiting, waiting, and waiting, and he was sending me messages, and messages, and messages, and I feel so sorry, I am so sorry, Kevin. How, how could I do this on episode 90? Thank God it wasn't episode 100. I don't know. It was very pathetic. I sat here sad and lonely. Everybody was being really quiet for me upstairs. I sat here with my sad little Santa hat on, and it's just, I wept openly. I, I know, you, you, I your little say. ball on your Santa hat, it's kind of, it's it's drooping down. It's very sad. So, uh, <laughs> uh, ser- seriously, in all, in all sincereness, I am very sorry, Kevin. So, um... But, oh, boy, what a week, you know, it's, um, I, I think I'm just overly tired at the moment, this whole move and everything that's happened, it's like, I just need to recharge the batteries somehow, it's like, as much as I love the move and I love the new house, it's a wonderful place to live, it's just so tiring, you know, we, we've still got a few boxes that haven't been unpacked, and just trying to live your daily life and have this whole move and get used to a new house and new things that happen in the house and stuff. Uh, it, it's it's just a little bit tiring, but I'll, I'll get there. You know, that, look, <laughs> not another Mac podcast. I had to cancel that last week because Skype was just, she was being a bitch, <laughs> basically. She. She doesn't like you a lot of times. I think that's the problem. I think you have angered the Skype goddess. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why. Um, look, Skype has been good for me. You know, a lot of people were saying how bad it was, and this is going back for a long, the longest time ever. And then I wasn't having problems until a few months back. And I think it's when we actually both did that update to uh, Skype 5.8 or whatever it was. It just has never kind of work properly again it's um just cut in and out but really you should be able to update a piece of software and it should be able to work fine and it shouldn't be a problem but i don't know i I sort of keep going back and forth and wonder would a premium account help to would microsoft who owns skype of course would they then put you on a better quality server if you've got a premium account i don't know it'd be interesting yeah, I you know I thought about I I thought about researching it too to see what um, oh crap uh, Webex would cost us mm-hmm. you know a Webex account because when I was helping the few times that I did uh, the tech lounge with uh, Mark Dalton he used Webex and I mean wouldn't be necessarily that we'd have to stream it like he did but you know it might give us a higher quality connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know, but I don't know how cheap WebEx is. The other thing we might want to look into is uh, Join.me. Ooh, Have you I heard, of, heard that? of that one? No. It's kind of like WebEx. So um, we'll probably need to investigate alternatives. And, and the sad part is, you know, you, you're apologizing for, for being late and all that. I'm sitting there in a Google Hangout pathetically. And I started playing with the, the Google effects, and I started playing with all that stuff. And the sounds, I had a whole bunch of sounds I was going to play when you finally showed up for the podcast. <laughs> and all the stuff I had it, and and you know, so, and then, then you said you weren't set up to do it yet. And of course, if we'd done Google Hangout, I don't have any way to uh, record that just mm-hmm. right now. So, uh, but it's it's okay. We'll we'll forgive you this time. This time, you this, know, well, it's, it's, it's that it's the, the, year, it's the first it. it's the first faux pas I think that I've ever had. I actually, yes, no, it it is the first time that I have slept in when I've got a show to record. Normally, I never do that. So, uh, yes, I'm again, Kevin. I'm very, very, very sorry. And, the, the Christmas uh, season is full in my heart, so I will forgive you. <laughs> this happens in the summer, 
I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> well, it is, some, it is summer yeah. down here. I've got this tank top on. And actually, Kevin's seeing me as, as no other man in this world ever should. This is Mark having just got out of bed. And ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you, even I'm ashamed to look at the little window of myself in the Skype <laughs> messages. Like, really? I look that bad? I, I, I seriously look like a zombie. Um, no, you don't you look know. that bad. I've seen you look worse. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be right. That's reassuring. Here's insult number one. (laughs) Here I am. I've got on a nice shirt. I've got on my Santa hat, you know, and but I still have on shorts, even though it's, as you would say, probably cold up here. You are in freezing conditions, and you are wearing shorts with no socks on your feet either. No, no, uh, actually, socks. Actually, I do have on ankle socks because I had to. I get tired of my feet sweating in my shoes when I go out, so I right. put on some socks. But I was now it's been windy. We had a uh, a high wind warning or watch, whatever they were calling it. We had some really really strong gusts. Now I know I say a lot about I can take the cold, and I can take the cold, and I can take it down pretty low. But when the wind gets up, then I have to. I actually had to. I actually put on long pants to go outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about 69 degrees Fahrenheit here in, in, in the room where I'm at right now, so I'm perfectly comfortable in shorts and a short sleeve shirt. But I had to go outside. We had such high wind gusts. I don't know how what they peaked at overnight or today, but it blew over a couple of my Christmas decorations I had in the front yard. So I was outside. I was saying some not-so-Boy Scout-safe words, trying to put the Christmas decorate. One of My snowman had gone face plant yesterday evening. So I'd gotten a stake and I pounded that back in and got him so he wouldn't face plant over. And he was all set up when I got up this morning and he was laying down or no, actually he was still, he was still upright when I first got up. One of my trees in the front yard had blown over. Oh, and I, nice. I, I put these things in with these stakes that are about a foot long and I drive them into the ground and they hook the, they hook the edge of the thing and all that. So I, I mean, I really put these suckers in the ground and um, it had pulled one of the stakes out of the ground. And then in the meantime, my snowman blew the other way over. So so I had to go out there and I'm in the wind and it's still blowing the decorations around. And I'm trying to hammer stakes back in the ground. It was a real good thing. And then my phone started to ring and I was saying some really not so safe Boy Scout words. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You are dedicated, my friend. You are so dedicated to Christmas. I Honestly, you know, I've thought about it because we've got the new house and and I wouldn't do it this year, maybe next year. But there's big spiders, hairy ones out there, the size of my hand. So you guys guys have um, tarantulas over in the US. We've got huntsmans. Basically, they're the same thing. The the tarantulas are just the the slightly larger in body size than the, the huntsmans. But otherwise, they look pretty much identical. They're hairy. They're scary. And one actually came in our bathroom on the first night we were in the new house. So we've got one of these IXL heaters in the bathroom and with the big air vent fan. Came down through the air vent and it sat on top of one of the the heater lights. Now, okay, I was in the shower, butt naked. That's an image that the listeners didn't need. But, but, but. Literally, but. Um, Anyway, I came out close the the shower door and I thought okay well I'll go and get the spray and, and no worries this was like at 2 a.m in the morning Gretel was well and surely asleep anyway this spider just dropped off the IXL onto the floor the the bathroom door was closed I couldn't get out and it just kept running around in circles and circles and circles and here I was screaming like a little girl Gretel Gretel help help you know, she came and run in and didn't know what was wrong and ended up giving her nightmares the whole night because she, she wasn't sure, you know, whether it would happen again. <laughs> oh, my God. It scared the daylights out of me. But so far already on, on the front porch, we've we've had like four or five of these big huntsmen. So, yeah, massive. Absolutely massive. Very scary. So, but we, so we live next to not really the forest, but what we'd call natural parks and so forth so we live 
in in that type of area where okay you get some weird stuff you you won't necessarily see a lot of snakes but you know if it's been uh very dry in the summer uh or if it's um you know fires have come through the bushland the snakes will come up into the residential areas so we've sort of got to be aware of all of that kind of stuff but yeah it scared me yeah now see now we have what we have around here is we have the tarantula some we have wolf spiders which are poisonous and we are, I think, or no, wolf spiders aren't. And then we have brown recluse, which are what we tend to have more here. They're a little bit smaller, but they are sem- semi-poisonous. I don't think they're lethal poisonous, mm-hmm. but they make you sick like a dog poisonous. So, I mean, we don't, fortunately, we haven't, I haven't had any of those in the house in the recent years. But living next to, I do live next to the woods. Um, I have big oak trees in the yard and stuff like that and squirrels and rabbits and deer and everything else that come <laughs> through the yard. You know, Stupid funny, deer. When, when, when you mentioned squirrels, I just remembered Chevy Chase and the squirrels scene from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, the squirrels we have, it's they're funny because, uh, and I may have said this on the show before or not, you know, a lot of times during the winter, uh, we we take stale bread and hell, even stale Pop-Tarts and things like that and toss it out for the squirrels and the birds to feed on, you know, in the winter when it's hard for them to find food. And the bread is what's really amazing. You'll throw the bread out, mm-hmm. and it'll lay there, and then you'll go to bed, you'll get up the next morning, and then you'll see in the trees down through the woods, you'll see a slice of bread stuck in the fork in the tree <laughs> where the squirrels carry it down and stuck it in the fork. And there's no leaves on the trees, of course, this time of year. So you see, you look down through the woods, and you see a slice of bread here and a slice of bread there. <laughs> Where he's like, I guess stowed it, waiting to eat it later. I don't know, but it's hilarious to watch, look down in the woods and see some of that stuff. That's funny. Now, have you ever eaten squirrel? Because I believe you can. Is that right? Yeah, you can eat squirrels. I have. I haven't for years. I used to hunt squirrels all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hunted squirrels, rabbit, and deer. Oh, uh, I don't. I haven't eaten any of that stuff for several years because I haven't hunted for several years, but. Yeah, I've I've eaten it all. It's a, a squirrel, you know. I've scun them, gutted them, and scun them out and stuff like that. So they look like a little dead I'm rat. Starting, I'm them. starting to feel a little bit sick with the whole gutting kind of thing, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, might, we might have to take you, take a little break here, listeners. You just pull the skin off. Oh, the poor little squirrel. So we have a really neat. We have a black squirrel out in our backyard, which they're not. They're kind of rare. He's all black. Most squirrels are gray in around this area. Wow. And he's, a, he's jet black. He's pretty cool looking when he goes running across the yard. That's so, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you see them every once in a while. Uh, even more rare are the all-white uh, albino squirrels. They don't live very long. But you do see those once in a blue moon. That but would the, be interesting. Uh, I've never seen you, one like in pictures. Um, I'll have to try to catch a picture of... Uh, uh, Blackie, as we call him, when he goes charging across the yard one time. We call all the rest of the squirrels, we call them Hammy, like from uh, Over the Hedge. Oh, Remember the, Hammy? oh, that was a great movie, Over the Hedge. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, so we call all the squirrels, we just call them Hammy. So, um, yeah, we had to quit using the bird feeder, too, because the squirrels will get up in the bird feeder, and they eat all the bird food, and we're afraid they're going to get stuck in the bird feeder. Because when they get in the bird feeder, it's one full little feeder with a squirrel wedged in between the thing. You see squirrel butt hanging out. <laughs> Imagine the birds then coming in and feeding. I wonder what squirrel butt would actually taste like that. <laughs> well, I've tasted squirrel butt. You asked. Oh, I did ask. Oh, listeners, why why do I go there? <laughs> It meets good an omelette too, and an omelette squirrel. Okay, you know squirrel for breakfast, the breakfast of champions. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. what, that's what we call wheat out here, and uh, wheat bix. <laughs> if you guys don't have it over there, you probably got something similar, but it's just like a, a biscuit, and uh, it's filled with wheat and just compacted. And then you put it in your, your breakfast bowl, pour milk on it, gets all soft and soggy, and then you eat it. And, uh, yeah, so we call that the breakfast of champions. So, uh, 
Yeah, they call yeah, we have something similar that they call the breakfast of champions. The only thing I don't think I've ever eaten is deer for breakfast. Yeah, I don't think I've eaten. Of course, when I used to hunt deer and I'd get it butchered and put in the freezer, I labeled everything like Bambi burger, Bambi steaks, Bambi roast. Poor little Bambi. Bambi oh, tastes good. <laughs> well, you know, it's certainly it's one of those things that I've never experienced, which is um, hunting and. And so forth. I'm, I'm not an outdoorsman, as you can tell. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm not very good in the outdoors. I don't do the camping thing. I don't do, you know, the hunting type thing. I don't even do fishing. Now, that's not to say that I wouldn't be interested in doing it, but I just, you know, growing up, um, you know, with a, a divided family, a separated family, I didn't have my father there to sort of take me to do these things. Uh, I'm not sure if he actually would have. He may not have. You know, may not have been what he was interested in either. But uh, there was just no no chance. My mother wouldn't do it. You know, um, her idea of of you know getting some meat or some fish is you know go up to the local butcher or the local deli and and there you go. That's that's where you get this stuff. But um, yeah, so maybe I should start. You know. I'd, Sometimes I think I don't want my kids to miss out. The problem is, I don't want to look like an idiot because I have no idea, you know, in my mid-30s, I've got no idea what to do. It's like, okay, I can go into, you know, one of these outdoor shops where they've got everything, you know, the the fishing rods, the tackle, absolutely everything you need. But it's like, okay, I'm going in there as a noob. It's like someone who's never used a computer before going into a computer shop. <laughs> and and people look at them and you roll your eyes at them and, you know, the whole works. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if I could do that. It's just, hmm. You'd be, you'd be like Howard on the episode of Big Bang Theory a couple of weeks yes. ago where his father-in-law took him fishing. Yes. But... I, I, I thought that episode was good. And, and look, I'm still not quite happy with the Big Ben theory, but I'm getting over it. It is getting better. Uh, in sections. I, I still, this season though, I still believe Penny has no good role. She has no solidness um, in the show at the moment. I don't, yeah. know if that, I don't know if that'll change. It's just the other characters have come up so much. The Penny's role is now very much as a support character. Um, I, I think it's time for her to move on and maybe, you know, even if she took a few episodes out and then made cameos occasionally, that'd be kind of cool. Well, I don't know. You, you see, have you seen the Christmas episode of The Big Bang Theory yet? Not yet. With the move, I'm still running behind. So uh, it's a classic. You will love it. Cool. It I'll is very, it, it is very good. Um, but Penny has a pretty good role in that one, and then they bring in um, the guy from the comic book store, Stuart. He has a good role in that one, and I'll put it this way: Dungeons and Dragons makes an appearance in the show again. So it's it's kind of neat, and they kind of they had two distinct story paths. They they branched out, and it uh, it was kind of neat. I enjoyed it. One of my uh, one of my uh, faves this season so far. I really liked it. I have to check it out and then report back and let you know what I thought of it. Yeah, it was it was really. Of course, I love this time of year when all the Christmas themed episodes of all my favorite shows come out. Uh, Mike and Molly and um, Two Broke Girls. Uh, what's the other one that I watch all the time? And Two and a Half Men. Mm-hmm. That was good, especially seeing. Uh, the guy that plays Alan, uh, I can't think of his name, he got all depressed because nobody came home for Christmas, and he was sitting there pouring whiskey over his cereal, sitting in, sitting at the table in his underwear with a Santa hat on like the one I have, <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating cereal with whiskey or brandy poured over it. Oh, dear. It's, uh, it was, it's a pretty good one. It's, uh, so I, I, yeah, I do enjoy that, and I've been re-watching a lot of my other, uh, Christmas shows that I like and Christmas movies. I was watching one of my all-time favorites, one you probably don't know, called The Homecoming. No, I never saw uh, that. Do you remember the television show The Waltons? 
I remember hearing about it, but it was uh, something that I've never watched. All right, it's this is the book and the story that started the television show, uh, and I have a special attachment to it because it's about Virginia, where I live, and actually not too far from where I live, uh, further down in uh, near Charlottesville, Virginia. So uh, it's it's a neat story that I like to watch and. I don't think anybody else in the family really likes that one as much as I do. It was a made-for-TV movie, um, but I really enjoy it, and I watch it, and my family goes, oh, he's watching that crap again. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it's because I, I play Chris this time of year. I just have the Christmas shows either off the DVR, off DVD, or the ones that I've ripped and stuff like that, uh, the ones I've made legal backup copies of yep. for, for per- emergency purposes running on my computer. Uh, so I'm just constantly watching Christmas shows this yeah, the, time of year. The one I checked out last week was uh, Mr. Boone's Christmas. Oh, yes. That's yes. A, that's always a favorite where, uh, you know, he's still got the girlfriend, which is just amazing, and she wants the the ring in the shop. She she sees the ring, she points it out, and he thinks that she's pointing out the, the picture of the happy couple you know, exchanging a, a rin, and uh, so he gets the the uh, the picture, of course, wraps it up, and then she's sort of all upset, and then he goes, "Oh, you know, I've got the the most main, important bit, the most important bit," and then uh, she opens it, and it's the hook to hook the picture up. It's not the rin at all, and it's just that Christmas episode is the best episode I think I've I've ever come across um, for a Christmas TV show. It's just brilliant. Well, you know what's funny is I have that on DVD, and somewhere I still think I have it on VHS tape, and they're different versions. The DVD okay. has stuff cut out of it that the VHS version doesn't have. Do you remember the part where he's trying to get the turkey? Yeah. That's not on the DVD version. Really? It, yeah, they skipped that part. That they don't have sucks. Yeah, where, where he tries to evaluate the weight. Yeah, because he goes in, remember, he, he looks at it, and then he gets the scales, He stands, and then he stands on the scales, see what's he weighed, and he gets the turkey, and he stands on it with that, and then does the ma- quick math, and and the uh, shopkeep has to give him the, uh, the turkey, because he guesses it right down to the whatever ounce or whatever it is, yep. that they're, or, or gram or something like that. But that's it's in the VHS version, but it's not in the DVD version. But the good wow. part in the DVD version is the nativity scene. That is just classic <laughs> being. That is if, very funny. And if the listeners have not seen Mr. Bean's Christmas episode, even if you don't like British humor, even if you're not into the British sitcom, this it's universal. It will appeal to anyone to watch him go through his own, especially with the ornament thing where he walks into the store and picks up the ornaments throws the one down and it bounces up off the floor and he goes to throw the other one down and it just smashes. <laughs> it's a classic. It's so funny. Well, are there any distinctly Australian Christmas shows? There are a couple. Um, and actually, Kevin, we need to take a, a quick break because Mark is saying that a number two is coming. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Well, Boy, haven't I mucked this up on us. <laughs> it could get mucky if you don't go take a break. It, it could do, and the uh, the sounds of flutulence might go across the airwaves. That, that, well, could, got- that could be our Christmas cheer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so do you want to go take a break? Uh, we'll, we'll take a quick break and regroup in five. Okay. And again, be- I am sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I'll be here. Awesome. I'll see you in five. Kevin. Wake up, Kevin. <laughs> I'm back. I hope you washed your hands before you touched the keyboard. Oh, I certainly did. Trust me. I, I don't like the, uh, you know, the whole... I don't <laughs> know how people take iPhones and that in. And I know people who take them in to do the number twos. And it's like... That is the grossest thing in the world. The the toilet in the bathroom should be non-tech related. The the most complicated stuff should be a man's shaver or even a woman's shaver that's electric and, you know, an electric toothbrush. Everything else, 
No, don't take it in there. Leave it out. Ah, well, you know what, Kevin? We run the most unprofessional show in the world, but <laughs> but we're the most realistic because when you need to go, you need to go. <laughs> uh, well, this is true. This is very true. Um, you know, we were talking about the weather. Of course, you're 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 coming into summer, or you're you started summer. Yes. Uh, and and I had a question the other day. Somebody was asking me. Uh, I think it was one of my kids wanted to know how you dealt with having Christmas in summer. Because here we are looking at the weather forecast in this evening. I was drooling a little bit. There's a chance of uh, freezing rain and snow uh, on Monday night for Christmas Eve. So we might have a slight chance in an ever so slight white Christmas. So Ooh, something nice. that doesn't happen all the time. So it's a special treat. You know what's funny? So, when, when we actually look at it from the, the flip side, we go... Oh, wouldn't it be interesting to have Christmas in the winter and have the snow and everything that's associated with the the Christmas in the US and in the UK? And, um, you know, if you look at it, say, for instance, on, on Christmas Day, if everyone does something different. We're going to try and do a traditional dinner with all the trimmings. But if it gets very hot, we're then going to probably go the, down the salad line. So we'll have salad with with all our, uh, you know, with the turkey and with the the chicken and then with the ham and so forth. And and we'll do it that way. Um, but yeah, some you know, it's good in some ways because, you know, out here we'll buy the kids, like, bikes and so forth for Christmas. So they'll be able to go outside and play. So we'll get more outdoors kind of presents and gifts for them. And we sit outside and, and sort of enjoy the food outside and I, I suppose Australia is very much a barbecue nation we we love our barbecues and we love to to get together with people and, and sort of sit out in an area and just enjoy it so that's how we pretty much handle it some people even go to the beach they'll they'll literally take everything and picnic baskets and, and eskies um and just take it down to the beach and have Christmas day on the beach uh, so everyone out here does it slightly differently. Um, and it's always entertaining, but we do also say, oh, I wonder what it would be like to have, have Christmas in the winter and to have snow on Christmas day. And I think it, it, there's something special about it that, um, you wouldn't notice because you, you've had that experience every year for your whole life. Whereas we sort of go, that's almost magical to us because you think of, Father Christmas coming through, you know, on his sleigh with the reindeer from the North Pole and there's snow and, and it's snowing and everything. And you think, yeah, you know, that's really the, the entire full magic of Christmas to have the, the whole package. And, and we don't look, some people even on their windows, they spray that fake, um, fake, fake snow, snow. <laughs> around, around the window frames. And trust me, it doesn't make the, the house feel any cooler in hot weather. So, uh, <laughs> But I, I think Sydney's going to be a, okay where I am. Uh, I think it's not going to be too hot. Certainly uh, where Jane is in, in Perth, um, it's going to get very hot on Christmas Day. She's uh, approaching 40-degree heat, which uh, is, a, I suppose, close to uh, probably close to about 100 degrees Fahrenheit, something like yeah. that. Um, so, it, yeah, it's going to be quite a stinker there. And... Uh, so I think she's having having salads, and a, another friend who's across in Perth, uh, he's actually going the whole whole trimmings, and it's like I, I hope you've got aircon because you'll certainly need it. Yeah, that would that's just you know it amazes me. I know uh, a friend of ours, Oz uh, Rose. Uh, she she talked about. I know one time a couple of years ago I saw her tweet. She said, "Ah, oh, you can tell summer and Christmas are coming because of the carolers in the mall." And I'm going, "Wow, that just." blows my mind you're thinking summer and christmas together and you know it's always now we have had some warm christmases we've had christmas days you know where it's been up in the 50s uh 50 degrees fahrenheit so i mean that's whatever that is in celsius i can't quite do the math that quickly that's what about 12 10 12 degrees probably something like that where and you know we've even had to run the ac when it gets that warm on christmas day because then the house will warm up even more mm -hmm. from the sun and stuff on the back of the house but we've had some rather cold Christmas days. I can remember it was Christmas 1983. 
you were still pooing in your pants. But I was... <laughs> mm, I was the warmth <laughs> and the mush. <laughs> yeah. I was working, and I had a job where, uh, at that time in my career, I was reading water meters. And I, you know, I... And the way you did that was you jumped on and off a truck, and I, it's too hard to explain. But I was also a service technician for the water meters and stuff like that. And it was so bitterly cold that winter that the meters, even though they're out and they're all outside, most all, and they're in the ground about two feet, maybe a little bit further down in a, in a box and all that stuff, they were freezing. So wow. we got called out Christmas morning around 9.30. And we worked 9.30 to 9.30 that Christmas. That was the year I got my Atari uh, 2600. I remember that because I, I got it, got it open, then the phone rang, and I went, shit. Uh, that <laughs> that would have been awful. The nice thing was, you know, that all the people, you know, the people had no water, so they were very appreciative of us being there and thawing out the water meters and getting their water running again. And they were giving us hot chocolate and coffee and a slice of pie or a sandwich or something like that. So they, everybody was being very, very, excuse me, very, very nice to us. And if I remember right, that led to a huge cold snap where I think we worked like seven days straight thawing out water meters because it was just so fracking cold. <laughs> um, so, you know, we have, we have seen the extremes. Um, I prefer the colder weather, as you know. I'm more built for the cold weather. So, like I say, today I was I was outside putting my Christmas decorations back up and doing all that kind of stuff. And I got everything hammered back in the ground. The winds died down. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. I'm looking forward to some snow. I know some of our friends, like Mike, uh, who uh, – and a big thank you to Mike again for co-hosting Ooh, last yes, week I, with me. Well, the last two episodes, in fact, uh, he's That's true, the last two. So, and, and they were both fantastic episodes. I'm I'm lucky, listeners. I get to actually edit them, and uh, boy, you two work well together. And and you know what, Mike feels like the I don't know the third person, that, you know, in this sort of love triangle kind of thing, if we can call it that. Oh God, <laughs> you didn't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe the third wheel. How about that one? But, can't unthink that now. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't need to think of you in that way. <laughs> but in, in, in all honesty, he's every bit a part of, of Geeky's show over as, as you and me. Just you and him work absolutely superb together. And actually, you have to take some time off sometimes so that me and Mike can do a show. That'd be interesting. You're trying to get me out of my chair, aren't you? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you ever need a break, we know who to call. Ghost well, that, that very... <laughs> that may well happen come uh will be late spring which will be um late fall for you i guess and going into winter next year mm-hmm. and that be your winter will start what end of march no I yeah your winter it starts April. getting colder and then progressively through to the middle of the year yeah yeah okay so yeah that's yeah, I've got some stuff coming up for work that may require me to uh, spend weekends at the office. So uh, that may be a, a requirement that uh, will uh, he'll need to fill in for me. So, um, so Mike, there, there, it's out there. You might want to pencil that in on your calendar. Put a yellow highlighter around it, or in the case of this show, a brown highlighter. But you know, you know, just just highlight it and and be ready because uh, we'll see how that goes. So, well, let, let me ask you then. We we we've, we've talked about Christmas with the move and all. Are you ready for Christmas? You're, you you yeah. are you are you are Christmas Eve Eve. Now. You know what? I am ready for Christmas. I have all my shopping done. I have even the Christmas tree is up with the lights on. And uh it, you know, I'll, I'll show Kevin after the show because otherwise I have to get up, turn it on, turn the computer around. Um but no, we, we put the Christmas tree up because my mother's coming across today to spend a few days for for Christmas with us. And if the tree's not up, oh, I'll never hear the end of it. So it was easy. That was one of the first things, put the tree up. And uh, all the gifts, you know what? I do my Christmas shopping throughout the year. Um, you know, as you guys know and as Kevin knows, um, when I see something on sale, especially for myself, I pick it up. You know, it's like, hey, the whole... Star Trek Next Generation box set, 60% off. I'm buying that, you know, so 
you know, I've got a whole box, literally a massive box full of stuff that Gretel can go through and decide what to give me. And, um, and I do the same for the kids. You know, whenever I see a salon throughout the year, I just buy it and I buy things periodically. Then when it comes up to Christmas, I don't need to go near the shops, near the mad rushes. I don't need to go and, and you know, argue with people and, and get out of the Christmas spirit. I can just be relaxed, which I really believe is what I should be doing at Christmas is, you know, being as relaxed as possible, being as happy as possible, really having a good time or what I perceive to be as a good time and going to the shops and doing last minute shopping. You know what? I've done it in the past. Never again. I'm, I'm getting too old for that shit. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> never again. I, I just, I'm comfortable with what I do now. And, uh, you know, a few years ago, and we're going back almost 10 years ago, there's a big shopping complex um, in Sydney in, in the suburb of Parramatta, and it was open 24-7. And anyway, we decided on Christmas Eve, yeah, we'll go at 11 o'clock at night, why not, you know, see what's open and just go for a look around. This was before we even had the kids, so it was just the two of us. And uh, I've never been felt up, and I've never been touching people's asses as much as I have in in that thing it was standing room only it took us 45 minutes to get a parking spot and that's with people instructing us where to park and then when you got in there you were literally just you were you were like sardines in a can and you were rubbing against everyone it was a hot sweaty day and And this is this is what time on Christmas Eve this is almost midnight on Christmas Eve Okay, really, that's the point where you just give the frick up, you know? You would think so, but we we, we kept going. <laughs> no, but, but why are people out there shopping? I mean, if at that time of night, if you haven't bought it, really, it's only going to be wrapped. You're, by the time you get home, it's only going to stay wrapped for about 20 minutes before, before somebody opens it. Pretty much. Morning. And, uh, so, well, look, you know how they have the, the Christmas Eve... Um, church um midnight mass midnight mass and stuff like that i think out here we've turned a little bit away from the church and we're now going more for hey let's go shopping and spending money and uh commercializing christmas even further and i think that's what's what's happened and then people just get into a bad habit with it um you know, when, when I think about it, the shops are actually open for too long. Like, if we go out to a country town, we're semi-country, where we are, certain things close. Uh, you know, like our local hardware today, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they're closed on a Sunday. Uh, on a Saturday, they're closed at 4. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it, it feels like the olden days when, you know, you had to get everything Saturday morning because the rest of the weekend it would be all closed and then we've adopted this note open seven days a week in some cases some shops are open 24 hours a day and I know the US has had that for a while but it's something that we're just sort of having now um so we're having this sort of wow look at this we better go and and uh shop because we can more so than there's no need to. People just want to because they can, I think. Well, you know, it's um, there are. I was looking through the paper today when it came, and I live in a small town area, and uh, we don't get a Sunday paper here. It's it's uh, just a Monday through. Yes, I still read the newspaper, people, before you start. Send the hate mail. Send the hate tweets. I don't care. But anyway, uh, I was still reading, and I was still I was reading the paper. And I saw two of the local drugstore chains that are in this area, Walgreens and um, CVS, had their circular, weekly circulars in the newspaper. And they both said prominently on the front, open Christmas Day. So, really? Yeah. And then, then what, that, that, was, that was pretty bad. Then I started looking through the paper at some of the other circulars. I came across Toys R Us. And I know you've heard of Toys R Us Oh, before. yeah, we, we've got it out here. And it said in there on the circular, open 24 hours a day until 10 p.m. Christmas Eve. And I went, what the heck is wrong with people? I mean, really? Well, this is this is getting ridiculous. You know what? Christmas Eve, I can perhaps understand. What I can't understand is any place other than, you know, petrol stations and, and convenience stores being open on 
on Christmas Day. It's just... Look, I, I know that there's a lot of people who don't celebrate Christmas and, and perhaps, uh, you know, they don't have that religious belief, so they don't have, you know, that side of things. There's also other religious beliefs that, you know, like Christmas isn't really celebrated now, it's celebrated, you know, in a week's time and so forth. And so there's all different things. Uh, you know, it's very hard on, say, Twitter to wish everyone a Merry Christmas because there's some people who don't celebrate it. So you've sort of got to say, you know, happy holidays. And I wonder if the retailers are sort of going on that and, and hoping that, well, the people who don't celebrate the, the Christmas part of it, um, but the holiday part, then they'll be in there on Christmas Day spending their money. What I feel sorry for is the little worker who has to actually go into work on Christmas Day. And, you know, a lot of people around the world have to work on Christmas Day. Um, it's just a fact of life. When I was growing up and I had my first job, I actually had to to work on Christmas Day, I worked in a, a petrol station and, um, you know, had to serve customers all day while they were coming in to get their fuel and and uh, hoping and selling ice. Ice was the, the biggest ticket item because, hey, in the US, you guys don't need ice. You've, you've got it falling off trees everywhere. Out here in <laughs> summer, we need ice big time at Christmas. So, you know, people come in and buy four and five bags of five kilo ice. You know, we literally, Christmas morning, we get a, a big truck delivery and they just sit it outside the shop. And within two hours, it'd be all sold, it'd be gone. Uh, wow. So quite, quite impressive how fast we, we go through ice in this country, uh, especially in summer. Um, so, you know, I have worked Christmas Day. That didn't worry me, though, at the time, because it was either put up with my mother in the kitchen at home, cooking Christmas dinner, getting irritable because she's cooking for relatives and, and you know, the relatives are due to arrive. And so I, I was quite happy to get out of the house. It's like, OK, I got my gift. You know, when things calm down, I will come back and I will enjoy it. And, and that's all I need to do. Um, so I, I actually didn't mind it, but, you know, some people do mind it. Some people don't want to work on Christmas, and unfortunately they have to to keep a job. So, yeah, you know, bigger retailers just, they should close at certain times. They get us back to normal. Christmas shouldn't be as commercial as it is. Life shouldn't be as reliant on going to the shops as it is, you know? Yeah, it, 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 it has gotten bad, so... Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Although here I am, I just had a FedEx delivery of some things that not Christmas. It was Christmas decorations for a, for a backup to some others that I think might fail between now and Christmas Day. So I wanted to make sure that I had spares because the stores were all sold out of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was out and about doing a little shopping today. But oh, the traffic was a nightmare. Yeah, but, it was. And, and people get very nasty at this time of year too. That I don't know if you find it over there, but. Over here, it might be just mixing the heat with Christmas, but in the car parks, people will flip you the bird, they'll yell at you, they'll beep at you, there's constant arguments on a stupid parking spot. What what amazes me, Kevin, okay, th this is a good one. Where do you go and park? Now, if you've got a multi-story car park, do you go and try and wait and fight for the, the parking spot that's on the best level nearest the, the door that you need? Or do you go straight for the roof because no one parks there? Um, this time of year, I would park wherever I could find a spot. I'm not going to hunt around for it. If it was summer, like it is for you, I would not park on the roof if I could avoid it at all because I want my car to stay in the shade so that when I get back into it, it's not a blistering heat bag of heat sauna that makes me sweat from places I shouldn't sweat from. So, I mean, you know, that's that's the difference. But, yeah, this time of year I'd park anywhere as I could find a spot. So Fortunately, for, for me, I always go to the roof parking because there's always several hundred and, you know, my local shopping center, there's always several hundred spots on the roof that no one's ever there at. And I just keep going up and keep going up. You know, it's four levels high. And I just see people just wading around, wading around, trying to get in, fighting with each other. I just keep going past, going past all the way to the top. And I park and it's like, done. How hard was that? I didn't have to get stressed. I didn't have to get pissed off. I still have my Christmas cheer. And uh, I got my parking spot. I don't care and if you're if it's summer and the car's out in, in the heat, that's what windows are for. 
wind the windows down, turn the aircon on. Within two or three minutes, we're good to go. But see, we're, we're used to the heat much more. We, we don't have any snow whatsoever where I live. So, you know, when I say it gets cold and it gets freezing, we don't even have snow. So, Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of wussy when it comes to that. So, I'm wussy about a lot of things. Yeah, we. I think the listeners are starting to find out more and more that, you know. Well, you know. It's okay. I mean, you're wussy with spiders. I'm wussy with snakes. So, I mean, when it well, comes down yeah, to it. Yeah, snakes don't bother me. I can, I can see snakes go past the yard. And it's like, oh, hello. <laughs> you know. No, no, only good snakes a dead snake. Sorry. <laughs> only good spiders a dead spider. At least oh, I kill them. At least we agree on something. We don't yeah, like I kill them things. too. <laughs> I kill I kill spiders too. I'm just not I don't run in terror from them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do kill them. I'm not I don't like them. I except for Granddaddy Longlegs, I leave them alone. But because they're pretty harmless, I pick them up and let them crawl around on my hand and stuff. Oh, you are nuts. Yeah, please, but they you, you don't ever do that in a video for me. I'll just I'll hurl. <laughs> do you well, know they, what a Granddaddy Longlegs is? It, it's one of those where it's small body, really long Real legs. little. Yeah. Yeah, real long. Yeah. Like we I've, I've we, we them. have these other ones where, well, and these really small spiders, and, and I sort of, because I'm so fanatical about and being scared of spiders, I know the ones to stay away from and the ones uh, that are fine. We've got these little fine, um, what we call money spiders. And, you know, if I see one of those, I'll, I'll let them crawl on my hand and, and they sort of tickle your arm. And I like those because I know that they're absolutely harmless. They don't even give you a, a small bite. Um, they'll just walk around on you and it's like, ah, oh, cool, you know. That that I can deal with. But uh, the bigger ones, no. We, we've actually on the back porch, we've got a St. Andrew's cross. I don't know if you have those in America, but they're, they create this web, but they're a, a cross-pattern spider. So they actually sit like that in the web at, as a as a cross and um i wouldn't want to touch one because they can give you a nasty bite um but they are really cool looking and th- they stay there though that one will stay between the two little trees for months if you don't touch it it'll just stay there it doesn't want to come inside it wants to stay outside they're happy to to have their web set up outside those spiders i like they can stay outside all the time, I'll look at them, not a problem. Uh, it's the ones that want to come inside, it's like, no, this is my home, not yours. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, hunts, the Huntsmans want to come in, uh, the Black Garden Spiders want to come in. Although we haven't had Black Garden Spiders here yet. I think, because the Huntsmans, it, it's, all, it's almost like a, a double-edged sword, really. The Huntsmans are the, the kin of the spider realm. Well, not in the, the sense of poison, because if they bite you, you just get sick for a few days. If you look at something like the funnel webs and the red backs, you know, they're, they're kin of the, the deadly world out here. You know, we've got a lot of deadly spiders. But the Huntsmans eat this, the other spiders, like the garden spiders. You know, the black garden spiders. They'll, they'll just go and hunt those and eat those. So... When you've got huntsmans around, you don't get other types of spiders around. And, and likewise, when you've got spiders in general, you don't get other sorts of bugs either. So uh, I, I remember somewhere reading one of these, uh, what would happen if all spiders were killed or, or something, uh, things, and then we'd be up to our waist uh, worldwide in insects if the spiders weren't around to eat them. So, um, you know, they are important, they are vital, but... Just don't come into my house, guys. Just, you know, stay well, you outside. Know, there's a statistic I saw, and I don't remember how true it is or not, but it said the average person during their life will uh, ingest about eight spiders over yes. the course of their lifetime because they'll crawl in your mouth and stuff while you're sleeping. And Yeah, it reminds me of aliens, uh, with, you know, sort of the, the tentacles come out. And, and uh, actually, it, I don't know if you like... Uh, octopus or not but i love eating octopus one of my favorite foods and uh, i love just having the tentacles hang out of the mouth while i'm eating it i, I gross <laughs> out the whole family with that they're like oh gross and it's like 
you know, you think sometimes, I, I wonder if like a big huntsman would go in and whether, you know, you'd wake up and, and you know, the legs would be coming out and, sh- and sort of shaking and you'd sort of be, ah! <laughs> I know, I've never eaten octopus. I've eaten squid, Squid's calamari. Yeah. Squid and calamari, yeah. yep, lovely. Um, but no, octopus, if you can get octopus uh, fried in a, a just a beautiful sauce, uh, best thing ever. And try not to get it too crunchy. It's got to be just that sort of melting your mouth. It's got to have a bit of crunch, but more just a, a, a calamari feel to it. Um, if they oh, over- I like calamari. If, if they overcook it, it's as bad as bad calamari. You know, where it's just really chewy and stringy yeah. and, and that it just spoils it. Um, but it's really fun to actually have the little tentacles and the little cups on your tongue and within your mouth because it, they sort of stick to your tongue a little bit, you know. And mm. it's, um, it's an interesting sensation. Um, so, hey, look, you know, when it's food, I'm, I'm willing to, to try almost anything. I, I watched that uh, Bizarre Foods with uh, Andrew Zimmer. And I think his name's Andrew Zimmer. Where he goes yeah. around the world and he and he uh, and he, he sort of in each country he you know tastes different types of food, and just fantastic. I I love that show and it's like I don't know if I could eat what he's eating, but I I I'd probably be willing to give it a shot. Um, you know because some things are really nice. You know you think oh what don't want that. And it could be one of the best things you've ever tasted. So, and I know a lot of people don't like octopus. A lot of people go, no, nah, yuck, I, I couldn't eat that. You know, especially baby octopus. You know, octopus, the, the full-size octopus. They're the more tender. Yeah, <laughs> they certainly are. Um, but the full-size octopus coming on the plate, that is quite intimidating. You know, because they, they generally present it with the whole head and body and everything as well. Uh, whereas the baby octopus, you get them full when you get them whole. But they're not as intimidating because the body's literally the size of a coin uh, and the tentacles aren't as big either. Um, but yeah, one of my favorite foods and uh, try something different and daring. Well, you'll have to, I'll have to go squirrel hunting and get you a squirrel and cook it up and ship it to you on dried ice <laughs> so you can have some fried squirrel. What? No. Maybe some squirrel brains too. You, you know what's funny is that, you know, some cultures do eat the brains and every single part. You know, we throw out so much of of every beast that we kill uh, for food purposes. We throw out so much. And, and you just watch something like Bizarre Foods and you go, wow, you know, they, they're eating the eyeballs as well. They're, you know, they eat the brains and, and even the, the head, you know, they, they get what meat they can off the head. And uh, so it makes you wonder sometimes you know, whether or not we're, we're really wasting these natural animals, uh, whether they're, they're for breeding purposes for eating or not. Um, you know, should we be doing more with them? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, growing up where I have, you know, especially when it came time to butcher the hogs and stuff like that, you know, you, you butcher the hog, you got ham and all that stuff. You make sausage and then the leavings from the sausage, you turn that into scrapple. You mix it with flour and, and lard and render it down. And then whatever's left over from that, you turn that into what's called pudding. Which at that point is pretty much pork lard with little bits and pieces of whatever you scraped up. Um, but I know a lot of people that eat pig brains on uh, fried pig brains for Christmas morning. That's their traditional Christmas breakfast is fried pig wow. brains and uh, scrambled eggs. So we, we'll, we'll have ham and scrambled eggs, you know, because I've, I've got a beautiful ham this year for Christmas. Uh, so we'll have that with, with some eggs. But brains? Oh, I don't know. It reminds me a bit too much of Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> so, uh, and look, I love the Hannibal Lecter movies, but they're just, they're a little bit out there as well. Anyway, Kevin, you know what? We're approaching the end of our um, crazy show where uh, Mark turned up an hour late. Again, I'm sorry, Mark. Also, I had to go to the toilet halfway through. Again, I'm sorry. I think we'll call this show the I'm Sorry Show. I'm sorry, comma, Merry Christmas. That, that yes, might, there that, you go. That might be a good show title. We and, have a uh, show title. Now, are we going to send a little song, a little Christmas tune? Now, we haven't prepared this, which is really bad because last year I sort of prepared everything and, and this year I haven't prepared any Christmas 
cheer. What can we send? I think we did Jingle Bells last year. We did Jingle Bells last year, but we have to make sure we sing something we both know the words to. What could we sing? Oh, God, that's going to be hard. Um, You know what? We need one of those funny Christmas songs. Um, How about uh, Rudolph? Do you know the words to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? God, it's been 20 odd years since I've I've had to sing it. Mm. (laughs) Um, The only one I know for sure... I don't really think people want to hear us sing Silent Night. No, no, we, we don't have the, the voices for Silent Night. Hmm. Um, hmm. This is a shame Did, because this is going to come out literally, with the, you know, this is dependent on Tim actually doing it on Sunday, which will be Christmas Eve. Uh, he may not, he may say, ah, oh, screw it, I can wait, <laughs> can wait till I feel like doing it after Christmas. Um... You, you know, we, you know what we, Jing, we we could always Jingle Bells is Jingle Bells. Batman smells Robin laid an egg. Laid an egg. Batmobile lost a wheel and the Joker got away. away. Hey. hey, there we go. There's our, our Christmas song for everyone. <laughs> there we go. We think. Let one more time. We'll try to do it together. You ready? Okay. One. So, right on so, three. Uh, hold on. Are we going on three or or after three? After three. Okay. One, two, three. Jingle Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, crap, I screwed (laughs) it up, and now we're just going to end the damn show. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were doing the the Batman Robin Light and Egg one again. Yeah, well, my brain forked on that one. So did mine. Uh-huh. Uh, well, on, on that note, I, I think we've embarrassed ourselves enough for this year. Uh, we may redeem ourselves next week and do the 12 days of Christmas if we feel like it. Jeez, that would be an entertaining one, wouldn't it? And Kevin's oh, just, it, 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 his jaw dropped and just went, are you serious? You really want to do the 12 days of Christmas? Uh, you might get a partridge stuffed in your pear tree somewhere. So. That could be rather interesting. Very colourful. And anyway, painful. <laughs> on that note, listeners, uh, please have a, a Merry Christmas if you're celebrating Christmas. If not, please have a, a very happy and safe holiday time if you're venturing out on the roads. I know this time of year we all like to have a bit of alcohol. Please don't drink and drive because we definitely want to see you in the new year. Uh, and, you know, we'll probably do a show before the new year, but if we don't, uh, have a happy new year as well. Thank God the mines were wrong, I guess. Uh, we're still living. We're still pumping. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so much for their calendar. Yeah, there was an article in the newspaper today said, if you're reading this, the Mayans were wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't take take them seriously. These are people that pro, that foresaw what was supposed to be the end of the world, but they didn't see 20 years in the future when the Spanish came in and wiped them out. <laughs> Sorry. No, sorry. (laughs) Good point. And on that note, uh, Kevin, where can you be found, especially uh, at at Christmas time? Um, Drunk under the Christmas tree. No, wait, that's not it. (laughs) We need pictures or it never happened. (laughs) If I'm drunk and under the tree, how the hell am I going to take the picture? Anyway, uh, no, the listeners can find me online at uh, Twitter where I spend time, and I'll probably be spending more time there since I don't have to work until after the new year. So you can find me at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. And I do want to take this chance to wish all our listeners a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Fantastic. And for anything related to me, simply head across to markgreentree.com where you can find out everything about all the shows I do and uh, everything I write and, and produce. And uh, for anything related to Geeky Show, ever, simply go across to geekiestshowever.com that of course looks like geekiestshowever.com but it's slightly different it still disturbs me we tim we have to change it to like gse.com or something like that because i feel like we're ha- either way we're dirty <laughs> oh dear god <laughs> By me. Uh, and uh, send your feedback and, and Christmas wishes to GSE at MyMac.com. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone. Thanks for subscribing. Until next week, take care.
And between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. And maybe an elf, too. Hello, I'm Mike McPeak from Bard on the Plains podcast. Growing up on the plains of South Dakota, I used to listen to my dad tell stories about his life. I never had a chance to record any of these, but I realized that everyone has a story to tell. And that's what I try to do on this podcast. Tell anecdotes of my own and have other people tell their stories in their words and in their voice. So please listen to Bard on the Plains podcast. It's about stories. Mine and yours.